The small Pyrenees town of Oloron Sainte Marie doesn't lack French character. But a distracted visitor could miss perhaps its most quintessentially nationalist attribute. Oloron is home to the oldest and last bastion of French beret making, the Loller factory. After surviving three bankruptcies in 12 years, Loller was taken over in 2012 by a new team with big ambitions for the product. In February, the company bought its last French competitor, Blanc Olibé, becoming the only traditional beret factory in the world. <laughs> what does it feel like? Uh, it's, well, first of all, it's a very unique situation to be in. To be the last of any type of products, uh, it's a very unique situation. To be the last of a product that's so cultural uh, at the same time is even more unique. But at the same time, that opens up different problems and different, different difficulties. There, is, there's no, there are very few um, comparisons we can make with other companies or other brands that we can say they did it this way so we should follow suit or learn from them. There's not many examples, unfortunately. It could seem ironic that the man in charge of selling the last real French berries should come from Ireland. But Saunders' interest in the industry isn't a coincidence. For him, reviving the French berry carries a deeply emotional meaning. It's very important to me on a personal side because I've been living in this part of France now for over 20 years. The whole berry thing is something that I've been, I've been incredibly interested in because of my family. Yes, the, the family I married into, um, they were, they've been involved with berry manufacturing for the last five generations. Um, so yeah, it's, this is not something new and I didn't arrive here by pure chance. Um, this is something that, that I really, really wanted to do. And saving a centuries-old tradition is no small feat. Since 1840, the workers at Loulaire have carried a unique savoir-faire through generations. All the machines here are custom-made on site, from the knitters that create the original berry shape, to the shavers that take away the fluff after the felting process. This means that when a piece breaks, you can't just replace it. You have to build it all over again. And that's part of the reason why Loulaire has struggled to keep up with the globalized market, with cheaper berries made in China or Bangladesh. But ask anyone here and you'll get the same answer. The real thing is French, and not from the Basque country, but from this land, Le Béarn. Oh, y a plein d'histoires dans Le Béret. Y a celle de Noé, où on dit que le feutre a été réalisé euh, dû au piétinement des animaux dans la cale justement de, de l'arche. Les animaux ont perdu du poil et le fait de piétiner ce, ce poil a fabriqué du feutre. Mais euh, je crois que la vérité, elle vient plutôt des montagnes béarnaises qui dit que les, les bergers béarnais, pour se protéger du vent, de la pluie, du soleil, ont fabriqué eux-mêmes des bérets avec la laine de leurs propres moutons. In reality, turning a knitted beret into felt is a bit like shrinking your favorite cashmere jumper on purpose. It's a matter of leaving it in the washing machine too warm and for too long, between five and seven hours. A technician stays there every step of the way to make sure the felting is just right. After that comes the dyeing, the sewing, and the packaging. The berries are all individually checked five times throughout the production process. A stringent quality check due to an important client, the army, which still represents 50% of the berry market for Loller. The army is, is the reason why we use Marina's wool in the first place. It's one of the only wools that actually has technical abilities like quick dry, odorless abilities like uh, national insulation, UV protection. Uh, normal wools don't have that. We use that for the army. The same aspects 
have been carried over onto our traditional uh, lines and onto our fashion lines, uh, which makes us, because we're the only ones using this special blend, and we're the only ones that can claim to have these characteristics. But things started to go downhill for berry makers with the cancellation of the French National Service in 1996, formerly the bread and butter of the industry. With a considerable shrinking of military orders, berry factories started disappearing one after the other. Now Lulaire has no other option than to diversify, with a strong focus on the fashion side of things, attending trade fairs and fashion weeks all over Europe. One of our dreams is for Lulaire to become the reference when it comes to berets. Uh, if somebody asks for a beret, they'll ask for a Lulaire beret or, or, or simply a Lulaire. Uh, that's our goal. Um, it's going to take us a few years to get there, I think. Um, but the idea is to just carry on uh, with the company, create, be as creative as possible, innovate where we can, uh, especially on the men's side of things. The ladies' side is very creative. We have 40 models on the ladies' side, but on the men's side, it's still a black round beret. A year into the takeover, Lolaire has turned its woes into strength. The company has outdone its expectations with a production of 160,000 berries in 2013. It hopes to increase that number to 200,000 berries next year. And for the first time in a decade, employees here see the light at the end of the tunnel. 32 ans que je travaille ici. Eh bien, de toute manière, on a passé bien des épreuves. On est toujours là. Et moi, je pense que normalement on devrait atteindre facilement la retraite, moi et mes compagnons. Lolaire has now earned the label of Living Heritage Company, Entreprise de Patrimoine Vivant, a reward from the French government to salute a firm's excellence in keeping alive a unique tradition. As the last manufacturer of a product so deeply ingrained in French DNA, Lolaire and its berets are worth fighting for. In Oloron Sainte-Marie, from Monaco, I'm Daphne Denis.